How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Good morning, Jamie Filer. How are you today? I am doing so well, Matthew Park. Thank you. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing wonderful. I'm in the presence of a gal who just got married for a third time. So congratulations publicly Why, on the platform. Thank you. Uh, many of us probably don't know how that feels to be married three times. It's probably just the, the connection is just bonding amazing, right? Wait, Matthew, we should specify three times to the same person. Correct. Yeah. Let's just have been married three times. Remember you talk about the definition of terms. There it is. Yeah. You know, it's hard yes, to define do. what that term means. Gotta clarify. <laughs> Gotta clarify. Oh my gosh. Too funny. Too funny. <laughs> well, I'm going to, I'm going to cough on my own frog here, but uh, Hey, top of the morning, we got a sweet topic for us today. One that you are, I would say a specialist in. Yeah, yeah. This is our clients, and you help members even all over the place on this topic. And you're also very good at it. So, um, I figured, you know, why don't we kind of talk about, you know, an aspect of not only how do we manage better as an effective coach, but also how do we think about time more effectively as well as you grow a successful business? Because you, you're, you're like growing a weed right now. You guys are hitting miles right now in your company with you and Katie, and your team. So, and also with our TRM clients, right? trying. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I guess the big question is how do you see time differently from when you're 10, 20 K a month coach, you know, as a coach compared to when doing 40, 50, 60 K a month, what's the shift there? Wow. Uh, I mean, there's an internal and an external shift as well. The first, the internal shift that we talk about all the time is not trading hours for dollars. Mm. Right. Um, it's one of the reasons I got into online training in the first place is isn't that other. It's not that my time is more valuable than others, but it's always been about impact. I mean, if if we look not to make this podcast about me, but if we look at my timeline for the different careers that I've had at first, it was a one to one trainer and I couldn't do more than 10 sessions a day. Because that would mean I was at the gym for about 12 hours, eight to 12 hours, depending on whether they're half hour or full hours. And that meant I was only impacting eight to 10 people per day. And that wasn't enough for me. So the job came about with Muscle Insider. They had a distribution of 50,000 magazines across Canada. So now I'm going from 30 people a week to 50,000 a month. And I said, hell yeah, I'll take that job. And the impact grew and the income grew. And then when Instagram, when my Instagram platform started to exceed that of the magazine, and now I was at like 75K followers, I said, okay, this is another level of impact. And we're going to go the online route because now I can impact 75,000 people with every interaction rather than 50. So that's how, that's how my view of time has, has evolved. But that number has changed. Now it's 121,000. Isn't that correct, Jamie? Yes, 120. But, I, you know, with the algorithm, it, it comes and goes. But either way, the point is that being an online trainer still gives you access to yeah. more eyeballs, more hearts, and obviously more bodies uh, than being an in-person trainer. 
I love that so much. So almost, almost like a tangible how-to of your journey, you know, which is so cool. So yeah. now if we look back four years ago, when you kind of like first started to grow your online business, right? And, you know, like not to go back on this, of course, you guys listen back to the episode, we talked to Jamie and more of her story back in the day, but like, you know, there was a shift for you because if you were always a kind of a time manager from day one, but I noticed a massive shift in how you looked at time, how you value your time, how you have boundaries, how you're like really on time and also finish on time which I wasn't on that kind of a person. So you kind of gave me some skill development. Um, what's evolved now that it's, you have a mid six figure business now and it's thriving and you're actually probably working in less than you were before. Mm-hmm. What's that mental and, and shift? And also what's that tangible shit you did or doing now that is, cause you're, you have freedom, man. Like you, you guys get married all the time. You travel. <laughs> <I'm just fine. laughs> oh, uh, okay. So the first, the first thing would be, uh, setting boundaries. So there are, you know, macro boundaries and then micro boundaries. So the macro boundary would be, you know, I'm not going to work Matthew for you. It's Wednesday afternoon, right? Wednesday afternoon is devoted to, to Jen, uh, for Katie and I Saturday and Sunday mornings are off limits, right? So that is when we don't work. That would be what I would consider, um, a macro boundary. Uh, so complete days or half days where you take off work, micro boundaries, uh, have two elements to them again, right? I'm going to start my day no earlier than 8 a.m. I am not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to open WhatsApp. I'm not going to answer an email before 8 a.m. or whatever your time is. Of course. I'm also not going to answer an email, open WhatsApp, create a Canva document after 6.30 p.m., right? So there's that. So there, that's an option. But then also we have to have micro boundaries within the individual elements of our business. And Isaac gave an amazing platinum presentation on time chunking, right? Mm -hmm. You can allot three hours, no more, no less to programming for clients. Mm -hmm. You can allot two hours every Thursday for social media content creation. You can allot four hours on a Monday morning for all of your Mm -hmm. check-ins. That is a boundary. Okay. We don't start taking check-ins on Thursday morning because so-and-so was out of town and we don't answer an email at 9 PM because our spouse is out on a girl's night and we've got nothing to do. So you need to honor. And I think that's a really important word yourself Mm. and your time using macro and micro boundaries. I love that. You're going to like this actually. So I I was having a, a call with Darren, of course, you know, we both coached Darren and he was, you're going to love this, Jamie. So he actually pulled this binder out, right? Yeah. And Darren Mailing, of course, he's one of our members in TRM. He had literally 48 social media content posts created in his binder for the next, like, and this is thanks to your last coaching call. That is so, thanks. And I was like, yeah. Lord, I was like, that's literally time chunking at its finest. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's, I mean, again, a great example. And then ask Darren how frequently he goes away with Christina. Ask Darren if he is stressed out when he goes to a client show on the weekend from Friday to Sunday and is away from his, he's not because he's, he's time managed appropriately leading up to that event. That's great. That's great. I love it. What do you think is, so what would you say is your mindset now around time? Um, my mindset around time is how valuable it is again, and not just for myself, but for my clients. Right. And it, it might be a little bit morbid, but for me, it's the life is short and you have to put in front of you, the, the people, places, and things that matter the most. 
And of course, my clients, I care about my clients, not the finance side of it, obviously, but the impact side of it. So if I'm getting a message about, um, oh my gosh, which peanut butter should I choose coach, right? I've got four options in front of me and that message is coming across at a nine. There is a flip, um, a split second decision in my head about whether this is going to impact the quality of the client's experience with me when I'm answering that message or not. Um, so if it will impact Katie for yeah. me to answer that message at nine, then obviously I don't do it. But if it will negatively impact the client's experience to not answer that message at nine, right? Same deal. So these, these, these micro, I keep using micro, but split second decisions, what is important in the here and now? Um, where does your time, because time isn't just time, time is energy, right? Every time I answer an email, that's energy. Yeah. So who needs my energy more at 9 p.m.? Is it the client who's overwhelmed and is literally going to cancel? Or is it Katie who's like, your client doesn't need, she'll still be overwhelmed tomorrow. You know what I mean? That's so good. Can you give us a tactic that you've recently put in, in place for your time management recently, maybe in the last three, six, 12 months that I would say probably has been the most impactful for you? in leveraging growing your business? Yes, um, it's planning the night before. So yeah. I've always been a planner, as you know, yeah. Matthew, um, but typically it's the morning of, cause I'm like, yeah, fresh day, I can start with whatever. But I mean, we're so quick to forget. And what I mean by that is last night, there were things that were very important to me that I didn't get to. Mm. And then I slept and then I probably forgot about them. <laughs> And now today I'm like, I'm going to do this stuff. But I promise like three clients, three things didn't get to them because I set a boundary and yeah. I should have started my day mm. last night's stuff. But instead I'm starting it fresh. And if you think about your journey as a personal trainer and a client coming to you and saying, Jamie, I'm, I'm just not there with my macros. They're all over the place. The question is always, well, did you plan them the night before? Mm. Right. Did you put yep. them in? You put breakfast, lunch, and dinner into my fitness pal so that as soon as you wake up, you don't have a decision to make about what you're going to eat or what you're going to do. It already says oatmeal, peanut butter, and blueberries. Like, you're good. Um, mm. So for me, yeah, planning planning the day the night before make, has made the biggest difference. What's been one thing you've noticed in coaching our clients recently in TRM? Like you've had maybe a coaching call with last recently. Oh, What's the one yeah. thing you would say that you've coached a client on? around yep. time yep. that really made a big impact or difference for them on productivity or results in general. Yeah, I'm actually going to give you two for the price of one. Perfect. That's even better. Um, the first thing I've coached them on in general is time Yeah. because they just do not understand how to organize it. Or it's not that they don't understand. They've almost never been taught until they came into TRM, right? Because yeah. when you have two clients in the morning and then an hour gap and then an hour client and then lunch, you're like, well, do I even bother doing anything in that hour? What's the point? Jamie, I'm saving all of my in-business work till the weekends and my significant other is really upset that I never spend time with them. And I was like, skirt, hold up. Okay. So the first thing is teaching them how to organize, right? Put all three of those morning clients back to back to back. Yeah. So then instead of an hour in between two and one, and then another gap at lunch, you've done all three and now you have a two hour gap. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So structuring again, I guess, teaching them to chunk their time. But then the other one that's a really big deal for our TRM clients is priorities. Yeah. Agreed. And I, I always use the analogy of big rocks, small rocks and sand. You have you have an empty flower vase. OK, your big rocks are the appointments or the things that are fixed and cannot be changed. So when you're seeing a client, a doctor's appointment, a dentist appointment, not starting work before a certain time. So you fill your vase first with big rocks. Yep. Then you've got small rocks. These are things that have to get done, but when you do them aren't as important. So for example, posting on social media, I don't believe that there's an ideal time. If people, if your content's good, people are going to see it. The algorithm is going to favor you. Writing out the social media content, writing out copy for the weekly newsletter or your referral email that's going to go out. Again, very important. Doesn't matter whether it's done at 8 a.m. or 3 p.m. As long as it's done. And then you have sand. So how are we going to fill in the blanks? Busy work, but still not a low leverage activity, right? So not like you still have to mow your lawn. No, again, never something you should be doing. Um, But this is like answering your DMs. As long as it happens in general, it's fine. It's just not a priority, right? Um, So again, and you can think of little things like that. And everyone has different big rocks, small rocks, and sand. But do prioritize into big rocks, small rocks, and sand. I like that. Here's the limit as far as how many big rocks a person can have in a week. For sure. For sure. Because people can think that they have... uh, more bandwidth than others. And I get it. We all have the same 24 hours. Yeah. But some things are more taxing than others. Right. So if, if you prior, if one of your big rocks are doing check-ins, that's a lot of emotional energy, right? That's a really big deal. So if you make a big rock on Mondays, you do all of your check-ins. That's the equivalent of like me raving for five hours on a Friday night. I've got Mm. nothing left the next day. My serotonin is down. My my actual energy is down. I'm probably not going to train. But if you make it like a one hour big rock five days a week, you can spread out that rave energy. Uh, you know, so instead of five hours in a day, we do one hour five days a week. So that could be different. That that might mean it's a smaller rock, not yeah. a big rock. So yeah, like you definitely have different priorities. I like that. Almost looking at if you were to plan your week, maybe on Sunday for the next seven days, and maybe you had five rocks in a week or sure, seven rocks yeah. in a week, and you yeah. label, like you said, check-ins could be one, uh, content creation could be number two, uh, business building could be number three, could be on working on your process for your company, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also one, also one important point we can throw in here as well too is prioritizing. Like I notice when our coaches get busier, is they tend to also put busyness before putting themselves first now, almost like they put busy, busy in the, in the front and then they forget about, so business building, you know, and that one hour time in a week to work on their business or that yeah. coaching call or that workout um, or that time with their kid at the end of the day, which it's not about balance. It's more about just integrating the the rock where you want that rock. Yes. That best fits your calendar, but just not letting it all fall to pieces. Right. I guess a lot right. of coaches, they, they mistake probably when they get to 10, 20, 30 K a month and like, well, I'm just going to, put in 15 more clients and just forget everything else just just for this time being yeah. but then two weeks turns into six months right and now you're really burning the candle 
where you look at Jamie or yourself, or you look at Alvin, or you look at like, you know, your, you know, our, our core, um, you've been, you've been able to restructure and look at your, we can have those rocks in certain places, even mm -hmm. as you grow and you're pushing boundaries. Yeah. Like pushing yeah. standards, pushing goals, you know? Yeah. And I think the other thing that the core leadership has in common is leveraging systems, obviously, yeah. which saves you time and then leveraging personnel, right? There isn't anyone on the core team as it stands right now that doesn't have at least one employee in their business. Yeah. Both Amanda and I have one AC. Isaac has several for each arm of prolific PT. Jace has a litany of trainers online and in person. Alvin as well has a team. He's even gotten a, uh, like an executive assistant. Um, so leveraging other human beings. Yeah. Um, I mean, to you, Matthew, like I, I am your personnel leverage, right? I take yeah. on clients that you don't coach. I teach yeah. your classes for you. Um, so that is another way to, to save yourself time is use other human beings. I love that. I want to share one thing if I could, Jamie, it's actually a concept that I want to yeah. share on the call. It's actually a new book that I was reading recently called 10 X is easier than two X. Now, some of you guys about gender, but it's funny because I was going through this book for a second time, actually kind of looking it over again. And now that I've gone through it a second time, I've really looked at how we think about time differently. Yeah. And it's not about 10 X more effort as we've been conditioned by, you know, others in the industry. Yeah. It actually is about thinking 10 X, but then looking at what can you, what can you let go or remove of to focus on the 20% that actually is less. Yeah. And it's scary to do those things. Yep. But then that pulls you up to the next level in your business to a 10x level. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important because that's sort of a different, totally different way of thinking, you know, that right. even I'm like, well, this is like, I'm, I'm feeling the emotions come about. This is kind of scary, but it's also yeah. exciting because the possibilities kind of go up for a coach, you know, to yeah. level up their business. Yeah. It goes from elevating to literally a quantum leap. 100%. Huge. And I mean, I mean, you said it best, right? Like there was, the majority of work came from the, the 10K to the 20. 20K to 40, I worked harder on systems and people, yeah. not on business. Yes. So this was 100% easier than, than the first 10 and then the 10 to 20. Absolutely. Oh, man. Well, and even yeah. at 40, you were like literally just, you were routine there for 12 months. And I think now you're hitting close to 50 or maybe even more than that now. But it seems like you always have to, you're, you're always working less, Jamie. And it's like, but you're earning more, which is like you've kind of broken a bear, like not a barrier, you've broken a, a level, right? Yeah. That yeah. became your new norm. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to this next level, but you got yeah. Katie all on board, which remember that that was like a big move for you guys, right? Yeah. But that yeah. like leveled you up because your vision expanded. Right. So now you're yeah. doing 10x things. You aren't doing 10x the effort, you're, you're doing 10x thinking to expand your business because you're letting some stuff go over here to go over here where you want to go. Absolutely. And, and again, to speak to time, like tomorrow, Katie and I are hopping on a zoom call for uh, 60 to 90 minutes with our two new assistant coaches as well. Time. Yes. Yeah. I'm not getting paid for it, but when those two coaches are trained up, and they understand the business model, the core values of Jamie Filer Fitness, and they are able to recruit their own uh, prospects and clients and have conversations in the DMs. That 90 minutes freed me up yet again, right? So it's it, again, leveraging people, leveraging training, um, leveraging systems. 
if we can go back for a second, Amy, because I think one of the things I almost want us to address if we come on time is there's that, you know, that barrier, not that barrier, but how you went from 10 to 20, because there is almost like, I find the coaches, you know this because you coach like almost a lot of our clients in TRM. So you see this barrier always happen of like, they're doing that 10K around 10K, they're working really hard. And it's almost yeah. for every coach that goes through the process. Yeah. But then you kind of break free and you go to go to the 20 level. It's like, you know what I mean? Like what's that process you think, or could share about that? There's that barrier you hit, but you kind of break through it. Yeah. And then what things have you been noticing our clients are doing to break that barrier? So for me, I had to break down before I broke through. So uh -huh. at, at 10 K taking on so many clients, um, mm. I, I mean, I burned out or I was burning pretty consistently actually. Mm. From, from zero to 20, I was burning out consistently because I was working harder, not smarter. Again, I was, well, if I just get more clients, right? We can either get more clients or make the clients worth more, right? We can resell them, increase our prices, whatever it is. And I was only focusing on the first one, getting more clients. Yeah. Um, so it was exceptionally difficult because it was only me at the time. And I was grinding, grinding, grinding like 10 to 12 hours a day. And it was too much. But as soon as I hit 10, I, I let myself invest in Pipeline Pro, which we now know is the TRM engine. So 10K was my first exposure to systems. But now, Matthew, we have people investing in the engine who are making five to 7,500, but then they meteorically rise a lot faster than I did because they got the systems earlier. 100%. Um, and the way that they're utilizing uh, joint ventures and collaborations. I mean, you talk about the VIP cards all the time. Did not use VIP cards at all, you know, for, for 10 and 20. Um, so that was, that was really the biggest thing I learned that you, when you work harder, you will shut down. Yeah. You will break down. hundred percent. Totally. Uh, as far as tactics currently that you're using right now, besides planning the night before, yeah. Is there anything else you're doing differently now in your business? Yeah, okay. I am scheduling my workouts. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I went back to doing CrossFit um, because I missed the community and, and yeah. I spent 2021 and 2022 doing bodybuilding and I miss food yeah. uh, also. And I have fallen in love with the people at 430, at the 430 oh. CrossFit class that I go to. It's just such a, a welcoming, awesome bunch bunch of adults getting off work, like ready to just relax, you know, the kind that you could either work out with or grab a beer with, of you course. know, they're amazing. So I have set it as a recurring event in my phone that my day has to end at four. Cause that's when I leave for CrossFit. So yeah. now rather than looking at my day and being like, huh, when can I squeeze in back and chest or when can I fasted cardio? And then maybe I'll have time for arms in the garage in between calls. I'm like, I'm going to CrossFit. I will have no choice to look at my phone because I'm in the middle of a class and, and that's it. And it's just made me so much happier. Oh my gosh. That is phenomenal. Yeah. So really putting that one thing in your calendar made all the difference. Totally. So, so keep appointment. Now, even if you don't go to CrossFit or Orange Theory, still set aside 12 to 130, 2 to 3.15, 4 to 5.30, set aside time for you to move. You began, do, you began doing that when? Pardon? You began doing that when though? What, what was, you began Matthew, doing that ritual? 
So. Oh, a month ago. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I joined CrossFit again, April 1st. So not, oh. not even. Yeah. This is, this is so good. I love yeah. it. So really kind of learning about putting yourself first, putting in your workouts in, having your boundaries. Yeah. If you just almost sum up the five, three to five things we kind of talked about or that you think are important for yeah. how we think and manage our time. Yeah. What would you sum it up with three to five things? Okay. Like? So number one, chunk out your days, whether it's one hour or a half day. So about four hours, mm -hmm. decide that one task is going to be done in terms of what that task is. Use the big rocks, small rocks, sand principle. Mm -hmm. And then relative to what we just said, make sure that self-care, mm. so what your macro boundaries are, you respect them, which means, which will make you feel as though you're respecting yourself mm. and your family if you have one. Um, mm. So yeah, setting micro and macro boundaries. Those are terrific. Okay, I love that. Uh, so I'll share my couple here. Yes, I think my sum up on my end is uh, is looking at, I didn't mention this topic, but mentioning about when I went to talk about 10X easier than 2X, yeah. how do you think about your business and where you want to go with it? So as soon as you look at a bigger goal, you ask the question, how would your calendar look like with the bigger goal? So if you want to raise from 10K to 30K or 10K to 40K, which I know is a big stretch, how could you think of time differently if that was the case? Number one. Yeah. Right? And then number two, what could you let go of or delegate to someone else who is better skilled than you, who enjoys the task more, who really has more joy in doing it, which again, letting go is also a skill to learn and also takes a little bit of work. And the last part I would say was after Jamie's actually point about physical self, because even before January, I wasn't prioritizing my workouts like I am now. And now I'm putting the workouts first or workouts as part of my journey. I feel like way different with yeah. training four amazing workouts a week in the gym. So there's yeah. That. Brilliant. Love it. All right. Let's well, go to bosses. This is good. This is like a BB at bosses 101 <laughs> TRM podcast show. Guys, if you are on the show watching, screenshot our show on your phone. Uh, if you liked us, tag us on Instagram, Facebook, or whichever platform that we're on right now. And uh, from there, guys, Jamie and I are wishing you both, all of us on the podcast, a fantastic day. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs>Thank you for listening to the Train Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Train Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Train Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money-making, business-building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.